The last thing we were discussing, we saw the Mishnah in the beginning of the Masechet said, Or the Arba Asar, we check for the Hametz. And we had a Machlok here, what does Or mean? Rabbi Uda said, Or means night, Rabbi Huna means uh, that Or means day. And the Gemara asked questions on both. And the last thing, we brought proof from Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov that uh, you're not allowed to work on Erev Pesach Mishra'at Ha'or which was night, and by Rosh Chodesh with the fires, we said Le'or Ibura is when we set the fires, and it means night. So we're trying to prove against Rav Huna who said day, and we're trying to prove like Rabbi Yehuda. And now we're continuing asking on Rav Huna, and we are starting at the last line of Bet Amud Bet, by the two dots where it says, Metive Morzutra. Morzutra asked the question, Hamapelet Le'or Lishmonim Ve'echad Bet Shemai Potrin Mikorbanu Bet Yilel Mechaivin. Now, just to take a step back, a woman who gives birth, she has If she has a boy, seven days tum'ah, another 33 days, she has blood. She's, even if she sees blood, she's still tahor. So after a week, she goes to the mikveh, and she could be tahor for all the purposes. And then after 40 days, she comes and she gives a korban. And with, if she has a girl, 14 days, she's tameh. And then... For another 66 days, any blood she sees is considered tahor, and she's 100% tahora. So she goes to the mikveh after 14 days, and she's good to go for the next 66 days. And on morning of day 81, she comes to the Beit HaMikdash, she brings her uh, korban yoledet, whatever her level is, rich, poor, and she's good to go. Now, during those 80 days, if she becomes pregnant and she has a miscarriage, the Chorah, she would have to give another Korban. But since it happened before day 80, she could be Yotzeh the Chovah, those two pregnancies, with one Korban. So now, the Braita of here says, a lady who has a miscarriage at the night of 81. Means she did her full 80 days, she's over, she's tomorrow morning, she's supposed to give a Korban. And meanwhile, she became pregnant and she had a miscarriage that night. It's after 80, but it's before the korban was given. Bechamai holds, uh, she doesn't have to bring another korban. That one korban covers both. And Bet Hillel holds, you didn't have to do both. And according to you, what's the difference between the night of 81 and the morning of 81? If, they're, if she's Hayav, if, if she has a miscarriage in the morning of 81, she would be Hayav if she had a miscarriage on the night of 81. If it's equal to Tum'ah, it shouldn't be the same thing with Korban. Now, Azov all the halachot. Drop that a second. Midikamar betile le betchamai. Betile al tov betchamai. Maishana or shmonim vechad miyom shmonim vechad. What's the difference between or of eighty one to day of eighty one? Shmamina or urtau. It sounds like or is night. Shmamina. And the Gemara is going to continue asking on Rav Huna who said the or means day. Metive. Could be that a korban of shelamin could be eaten or of the third day. Vedinu, and we could really learn it from like a binyan av, from zevachim, like a korban todah. Nechalim leyom echad. Zevachim that are eaten on one day. Shelamim nechalim nishneyamim. Shelamim are eaten on both day, on two days. The same way over there, it has to be a night that's after the day. 
So by a korban toda, you would uh, you would wait to the night after it was given. Afkan so too the same din laila aharayom has to be the night after the second day. Tamud lomar. Therefore, the pasuk comes to tell you beyom zivachem yachel umimachorat vehanotar adiyom. It says that day you eat it the next day and whatever is left over until the third day. Now, be'odiyom hu ne'echal ve'no ne'echal le'or shalishitz. Eaten the second day, but not the night of the third. So, yachol yisaref miyad. Maybe right away we should burn it that night. Vedinu, and we should learn it from Abinyan Av from Zevachim. Like a korban toda, which is ne'achalin, le'yom mechad ve'layla echad. You eat it that day and the next and that night. Ushlamim ne'achalin, nishnei yamim ve'layla echad. And shlamim are eating two days, one night. Ma'lalan, tekef la'achila, serifa. The same way by other korbanot that are eaten one day, that after you finish, you're allowed to eat it. You have to burn it. Afkan, same story. Right after you are allowed to eat it, which it ends on the second day, that night you should be burning it. And that's coming to teach us that you burn it in the day, the next morning, and not the night before. So the morning of the third and not the night of the third. Now, Drop all the halachot a second. It should be eaten on the or of the third day. What does that teach me? Right? The question is, he should eat it on the or of shalishi since you're not burning it. That means alma or urtao. That or is night. And the Gemara brings another proof that or is night. Tashema or shel yomakipurin. At the night of Yom Kippur, or the or of Yom Kippurim, mitpalel when a person prays Arvid Sheva, you pray seven berachot in the Amida, mitvaden you do vidu shachrit, mitpalel Sheva mitvade. In shachrit you also say seven berachot in the Amida, and you do vidu. Be Musaf mitpalel Sheva mitvade, me mincha mitpalel Sheva mitvade. Be Arvid and Motzei Yom Kippur mitpalel me'ain shemona asar. You pray a short filah. Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel ve'omer mishum avotav mitpalel shemona asar shelamot. You pray full eighteen berachot in the Amida Motzei Kippur. Mipneish itzayik lo mahavdala bechanadat. You have to say avdala and atachonen atachonen tanu. Now, bottom line, drop all the halachot, or shel yom kippurim, what does or mean? It has to mean alma or urtau. It means nighttime. Shema min tashema. Here's another proof. The Tane de Be Shemuel that we learned in the in the Bet Midrash of Shemuel. Le le arba asar botkin the hametz le orhaner. The night of the fourteenth of Nisan, you check for the hametz by the candlelight. Alma. So now, obviously, Shemuel is in agreement with our Mishnah. So what do you learn? The Alma orutau. When it says or in our Mishnah, it means nighttime. So now the Gemara is going to stop, take a step back, and going to say when Ravuna said it was day, it can't be that he said day. Ela ben Ravuna ben Raviuda, both according to both of them, they kula alma according to both or urtau. Now when it says or, it means nighttime. Vilopligan, they're really not arguing. The only time they're arguing is that more kiotre or more kiotre. Each rabbi it depends on his uh, in his place. Batred Ravuna karu nagheh. And uh, in the night, in the place of Ravuna, they would call uh, the nighttime Nagheh light. They're trying to speak in a nicer way. And then in the place of Ravuda, they would call the night Lele. 
So now, Tana Vitana Didan, my Tama Lokatane Lele, make our life easier and just say the word Lele, and we all understand, night of the 14th. My answer is, A person should never say something not nice from his mouth. The Pasuk added another extra eight, eight words. They didn't want to say a bad word. But instead it added the word Asher and Enena. These are five letters. The five and three, that's eight letters. So it added eight letters. Rav Papa Amar Tesha. No, it's nine letters they added. Shinemar. And then it said Asher Lo Yetahor. Asher lot yetahor equals to uh, 12 letters. 12 minus the word tame. Could have just sorted the word tame and you would have been good. Avina Amar, no, it's not the nine letters, it's ten letters. Aser, because the word tahor, vav de tahor. The word tahor has also vav in the middle. I guess Rav Papa was counting the word tahor without the vav. Rav Habar Yaakov Amar, Sheshes are 16 letters. Shine Amar, ki Amar mikre hu bilti tahor, ki lo tahor. The first day David didn't show up for the Rosh Chodesh meal, Shaul didn't say anything because it could be he wasn't Tahor. Tanya de Berbi Ishmael, Le'olam Yisaper Adam Elshonikia, a person should always, always use clean language, Sha'are Bezav, by Azav, it says Kera'om Merkav, it says writing, Ubisha Kera'om Moshav, where she sits, because it's not nice for a lady to, to ride, so it says uh, just sitting. A person should speak a better language. Why do you have to add these pesukim? Merkav and Moshav was good enough. Maybe one say you should always use a clean language when you're talking about deoraita. You don't have to use clean language. You should pick the, the, the language of Arumim. Who are the smart ones? These are Hachamim. If you want to say it's only the Rabbanan, Rabbanan were careful. But what about regular stuff? Not, nothing to do with Torah and Mitzvot. That my lips only know how to talk clean. So the Gemara takes a step back. Wait a second. By a lady never says the word writing. By Rivka. You see that uh, that uh, Rivka wrote on the camel. It didn't say Yashva ala gemalim. So the Gemara explains, Hata mishum gemalim or hahi. Over there by the camels, they're very, they go back and forth, they're very jumpy, so it's very scary if you don't ride it. You won't put your feet in on both sides. And like Tosafot says, since a lady, it shows that a lady is uh, scared, that's a little, that's womanly, and therefore, it said, Okay, what about the Akitivaikahmoshetishtovanavarkibemalahamor? He that it sounds like Tsipora rode on the on the donkey. So Gma explains Hatam Mishum Banav or Haud. What about the Geshom and Eliaza? That was normal for them to ride on the donkey. Okay, Vaketi Vehirochemit Alahamor by Avigail, she was riding on the donkey. 
Hata mishum biatuta dedavia or how over there she had to hold on tight and ride it uh, properly the, the donkey because she was riding at night and scary. Okay, if you want to say that the lady is not scared of nighttime riding, she was still scared of David. Remember, she was coming to David uh, to, to protect her husband Naval from David. David wanted to kill him. Or you could say, Maybe she wasn't even scared of David. However, she was riding up a mountain. and She was scared of the mountain. Riding on the mountain, you need to hold on to the donkey a little bit tighter. Now the Gemara takes a step even further back. The Torah never says the word Tameh. We saw a million times in the Torah it says the word Tameh. Rather, if they're similar, meaning they're not going to take up too much uh, words, then they will use the clean language. But if it's too long, then we'll use the shorter language, even though it might not be the nicer, better language. A person should always teach his students in the shorter way because that's the way he'll be able to remember it. So now the Gemara asks, And whenever they're next to each other or they're equal to each other, Torah use the cleaner language. We have the word Rochevet and Yoshevet, they're equal. The same amount of letters. And it says by Avigail Rochevet. No, so I use the, the use the, the not the best language. But the Gemara answers no. Rochevet ketiv. It says rochevet out of vav. They were able to save. Uh, they were able to save one vav. So why didn't it say yashavt? She explains because it's the that teaches the hidush that when uh, when it's a shorter, use the, the the not so clean language as long as the kid learns about it. It's just for the hidush purposes, and the Ran explains. Because it's uh, not such a clean word, rochevet. Therefore, in that case, we would take a vav. But by uh, yoshevet, we would bring. We would, since it's a cleaner language, we would write it with the vav. Okay. Now, hanhu teret amidet avuyat vekamederav. There's two students. They're sitting in front of rav. Hadamar shavitina nhaish matake davar acher misanekan. The sugiya made us as tired as a tired pig. Vehadamar shavitina nhaish matake gdi misanekan. The other student said the sugya made us like a tired uh, goat. And the Rav didn't speak with the other one. There was two students sitting in front of Hillel. One of them was Rabbi Yohanan bin Zakai. Some say they stand in front of Rabbi. One student uh, said the words as follows. Why do we uh, ta- why do we pluck the grapes off the trees with uh, with kelim tahor and not uh, pluck the olives off the tree with the kelim tahor? Bechadamar and the other one said Why do we pluck the grapes in, with the kelim tahor and why do we pluck the olives with the kelim tameh? Amar muftahani beIsrael. Uh, Hillel said, "I guarantee that this uh, that this person is going to give uh, he's going to be more hora. He's going to give halachot in Israel. It wasn't a long time before he gave halachah in Israel." The Maharal explains, since a person 
clean language that means all uh, the garbage language and all the garbage things are not in his sechel and that means his halachot will be clear. There was three kohanim. They got lechem from the lechem apanim. One told his friends, "Higiyani kefol." Got the size of a fool. Higiyani kezayit. I got one. Other one said, "I got a size of a kezayit." Higiyani kiznavalita. I got the size of a lizard's tail. But koharav. They looked after the, that kohen who was talking and uh, he said, "Lechem apanim, lizard's tail." How could you put that together? They found something that he was not so kasher lekuna. They found that he was a halal. And uh, but how could you check? Uh, we have a rule. Once a kohen is working in the in the Beit Hamikdash, that's it. He's considered 100% a kohen. You don't check afterwards. So the Gemara explains. No, it wasn't that uh, they found, they looked after him, uh, that he, and he became pasul like he's a halal. Rather, you have to say that he be a shahat pasul. They saw that he is a gava shahat milashon as he was haughty, and a person like that should not be uh, working in the Beit Hamikdash area. Or you could say shani hatam This person had a hazakav being a kosher kohen, and. Uh, he made himself bad by using dirty language that already brought up red lights. There was a goy. He would go up, I guess he would sneak in to the Beit HaMikdash area and find a way to eat from the Korban Pesachim in Yerushalayim. And look at that. And I could eat from the best parts of the Korban. They give you from the tail. Amalelo, the the guy said no. Okay, so Rabbi Yudah ben Bittar told told them kisalak lehatam. When you go to Shalim, Amalehu, tell the people of this sefuli mealia. Give me from the the tail. Kisalik. When he went there next year, Amalehu mealia sefuli. I want the part from the tail. Amrule alia legavasalka, but. Uh, the the tail is supposed to go to to the on the mizbeach. man Who's the one who told you uh, to eat from the tail? Amalehu Rabbiuda ben Meteram. Rabbiuda ben Meteram told me to go ask for the tail. Amru my What's going on in front of us? Why is Rabbiuda ben Meteram telling to, to to get from the tail? It's supposed to go on the mizbeach. But kubat then they started looking into it. Vashkehu deramau. They found out that he was a goy. They cut the one. They killed him. Shalom Shalom to you, You're standing in a tzivin. And your net is all the way in Yerushalayim. And just on this uh, this sugya, very nice story. But right away, uh, Tosfot jumps up and asks, Why is Rabbi Yudah ben Betera not in the Beit Hamikdash area on Korban uh, Pesach time? And you have to say that because he didn't have a piece of land, or maybe he was old, or maybe he had an issue with his legs, or maybe Netzivin was outside of Eretz Israel, whatever the case may be, that's, he had an excuse Kanya, not to come to Yerushalayim during the holiday. Rav Kana Halash, Rav Kana Gatsik, Shadur Rabbanan, Rabbi Yosha Bered, Rav Idi. And they sent Hachamim, Rabbi Yosha, the son of Rav Idi, to go visit him. Amru Le, Zil Bedok Maidine. Go see what's the story with him. Atash kahede nachlamshe came and he found that that he passed away. Karayel lebushe he ripped his clothing. Vadarel lekarayel ahore but he turned the, his cloak backwards or wherever the rip part is. He sent to the back uh, to his back. The idea is he didn't want them to be, you know basic. He wanted to break it to them. He didn't want them to see his uh, 
shirt rip and get startled, so he did it to, to the back. Then he started walking slowly, and he, and he was crying, and uh, the sport of, of, of Hachemeh Anglia, that the crying wasn't enough, could be they would have thought the crying was because he was sick, Therefore, he he, put, he he turned his uh, cloak backwards. Amru they told of Yeshua, did he pass away? I'm not saying anything because I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. And a person who says the you know the bad news, he's the guy who usually is not the smart one. Yohanan Hakuka, Yohanan the Sofer. Some people say he comes from a place called Hakuka. Nafak the Kiryata, he comes. He comes to the city, see what's going on with his crop. Kiryata, when he came back to the city, Amrule, Hitina Asuya fought. Did the did the wheat do good this year? He didn't want to say anything. Amalehem, Seorim Nasuya fought. The barley was good. Amrule, Se Ubasher la Susim la Hamorim. Don't you go say that to the to the horses and to the donkeys? They they're the ones who eat the the, the barley. Now he was careful not to say something bad. So why they get upset at him? What should he have said? He should have said. Last year the the, the wheat was good. or you could say, don't talk about the, the animal food. Talk about the adashim, the lentils. The people eat that, and they're nasuya food. And you should have said something better. Okay, we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.